0: Hey, it's Mike in New York. Podcast just going on with something coming up today as we uh, listen and hear much of what is happening in the Trump trial. As we know, the uh, judge in the case has recently issued a ruling, which will now say that uh, in the trial that involves Donald Trump, this is the one in Florida that is uh, specifically dealing with documents that were alleged to have been improperly stored in mar-a-lago and uh this is not the january 6 issues but this is specific to the uh continued persecution by jack Sh- i mean jack smith and his uh trial uh, or or tribulation or whatever you want to call it that he's you know pushing down the throat of uh, anyone who's conservative or republican or has a view that doesn't uh, go with the perversion that is created by this, uh you know, cabal that is running the White House and Washington and the Justice Department and an extremely corrupt regime that is in place and has been proven in place by documented evidence of bribery that is being defended by someone as crazy as Merrick Garland. Can you imagine? Thank God Donald Trump never put Merrick Garland on the Supreme Court. Can you imagine if this guy was there for life, the kind of stuff that he would be ruling against? I mean, right now, Merrick Garland and many of that uh, crowd is working to make sure that pedophiles are not prosecuted. They are doing everything they can to lower the age that children can be sexually abused by perverts. And this is what they're doing. This is what they're after. This is what these people want. And the primary person that is fighting against it are people like Donald Trump and this lady, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Let's listen to what Marjorie Taylor Greene has to say on this entire issue of the Trump cases and the harassment going against them at this time in Washington, D.C. And this is from a few days ago with with regard to uh, the, uh, the the Trump uh, charges that are being, that are being, uh, uh, you know, moved against him even more now for January 6th, as we deal with the current issue with the Trump cases that are being moved to May of 2024 on the Mar-a-Lago issue. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene.
1: Yeah, that's my reaction. Um, This is the only way that the Democrats have to beat President Trump is to arrest him, smear him, charge him with ridiculous charges. All in a cover-up of Joe Biden's crimes, Hunter Biden's crimes. It's it's unbelievable. It's hard to even recognize that this is our country. Um, the American people are going to be furious. And and what Jack Smith is doing is is the weaponized government. And he's weaponizing the Department of Justice against President Trump in a complete lie about President Trump and January 6th. And it's it's outrageous. I can't believe our country has to endure this. Um, and I'll be standing with President Trump the entire way.
2: Have you spoken to him since this?
1: I have not spoken with him yet, but I'm sure I'll be talking with him very soon. Given the fact that this is not the first time that he has been do you find this one to be more serious? Yes, yes I find it to be more serious because the charges they're looking at bringing against him they arrested people on January 6th. They held them trial. They never let them out on bail. And the question that I want to ask Jack Smith, is this the plan? Are they going to arrest President Trump? Trump charged him with phony, fake charges and then hold him in prison while he is winning the Republican primary, while he's going to win the general election in 2024? Is this is this where our country is now? Because it's an embarrassment on the world stage. If this is the direction America is going in, we are worse than Russia. We are worse than China. We are worse than some of the most corrupt third world countries. And this needs to end. It's an absolute lie. And every single time President Trump has proven innocent time and time time again, and he'll be proven innocent he, he again. He hasn't had a trial, though, frankly, until the last indictment. He shouldn't have a trial related to the last indictment. This is ridiculous. The document hoax is nothing but a hoax. And now they are going to try to charge him with some kind of seditious conspiracy on, on January 6th? It's ridiculous. Saying march peacefully, go in peace to the Capitol? How is that seditious conspiracy? It's not. And there's nothing wrong with asking questions about elections. That is exactly what we should do. We should make sure that our elections are safe. We should make sure that we have election integrity. There's nothing wrong with saying, look into this. Was there election fraud? Are you talking specifically about these conversations with officials in Georgia? I'm talking specifically on every single level. He can ask, was there election fraud? I should be able to ask if there's election fraud. But can he ask them to find a specific amount of That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying there's nothing wrong with asking for election fraud. And yeah, he can say, hey, where are these votes? You want to know why? My ex-husband has not heard from the Georgia Secretary of State of why when he showed up to vote in person in 2020, he was told, I'm sorry, sir, you've already voted by absentee ballot. And he didn't. Then, he had to, then we were called liars. I was called a liar. He was called a liar. Then we had to hire an attorney, do a FOIA request and prove that no, he never requested an absentee ballot. He never sent in an absentee ballot. He never voted by absentee so why did the georgia secretary of state website have him voting by absentee and he wasn't the only one he stood in a line of people that all were told the same thing and that was reported all over georgia there's nothing wrong with asking hey where are are there some votes what's going on here what's happening with this with this election because clearly there was election fraud and we still haven't heard an answer on you that. say you haven't to talked to the former president you plan to talk to him after I hope to talk to him soon to express how how deeply sorry I am for him that the Democrats in Washington and the Department of Justice are weaponized against him because they can't figure out how to win. Democrats can't win on their policies. Their policies are open borders, baby murder, transgender surgeries for children, Uh, America last, America last, America last. 300 Americans die every single day from fentanyl. You can't win an election when that's your policy.
0: So that was Marjorie Taylor Greene's take on this situation that is going on in DC and many other places in the country, particularly when it comes to Donald Trump. Every time the Democrats seem to want to come out and say, oh, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. When in reality, all it is is more fluff, more cases, more litigation, more everything, all everything that they can do to twist the lawfare that is going on. And this is what America has to face. This is what Americans are facing. This is what we're facing every day, not just in Washington, D.C., as Marjorie Taylor Greene raises it, but when over a billion dollars is given to teachers who failed examinations and don't know how that they can be able to be called teachers and that the only reason that it's being done is because they happen to be of a particular race. That is completely against what the Supreme Court ruled when it comes to, for example, entrance examinations in colleges. And what does the city of New York do? At the same very time, they go out and issue $10,000 rewards for people who rioted, who looted, who destroyed public property, who destroyed private property as well, who committed crimes, unspeakable crimes, race-based crimes that were in the name of something that had happened that was wrong, you know, the George Floyd killing in uh, Minneapolis, was definitely a stretch on what police should be doing when they arrest a suspect. But just because of that does not give anybody the right to go out and burn down buildings, tear down structures in a completely different state where nothing of that sort is happening. So therefore, this is what we have to look for now. And this is what we're dealing with now. This is the America we live in now. We have to find ways of fighting and make it better for us and our children. Let's listen to this. All right, let's listen in to Ted Cruz and what is happening with his verdict podcast. You know, sometimes I jump into Ted Cruz and we listen to him. So let's go to Ted now. And he's got Congressman James Comer in what is going on with the investigation on Joe Biden. Well,
2: The emails and text messages in the laptop confirmed that Joe Biden met regularly with all of these people who were involved in uh, receiving the wires from the foreign nationals uh, who were. Uh, meeting with the foreign nationals you know there obviously something happened to trigger the the million plus dollar wires that went into these these fake companies so and, bar- and
3: let me ask you something so one of the things we've talked about a lot is the whatsapp message mm-hmm. that that hunter biden sent to his chinese business right. associate and and the text of it says quote i'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled mm-hmm. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Mm -hmm. Now, number one... We've talked about, there, there are really only two defenses that Hunter and jo- Joe Biden could put up to this this WhatsApp message. One, they can claim it's fake and fraudulent, that it didn't actually get sent. Is anyone claiming that? No. So no one's disputing that this is no, accurate and real. The second thing they could claim is Hunter was lying. Mm-hmm. That Hunter was saying dad was here and dad wasn't really there. So he was puffing, he was bragging, but but he wasn't actually threatening the retaliation from Joe Biden.
2: Have they claimed that? They haven't, no. All they've said is, well, he was on drugs and he was going through a hard period in his in his life.
3: And, and am I right that the investigators wanted to use GPS information yes. to determine, was Joe Biden sitting next to Hunter? Because if he's typing this, yep. I'm sitting next to my dad, the fact that his dad was sitting next to him at that moment would be pretty irrelevant.
2: They said that could have been easily proven. And so why did why did They, they were it? not allowed to do that. And Who was they? Just so, so the, everybody the IRS knows. whistleblower, the IRS employees testified that they were not allowed to do that by the Department of Justice. So, so going back to yesterday's pod, they weren't allowed to go question Hunter
3: Biden. The, Hunter Biden was tipped off when they were trying to Biden. question him. His lawyers were gotten involved before they were able to
2: question him. Then they weren't allowed to even see if the two men were sitting next to each other when they could have easily done that as well. And, and there's another thing. They interviewed some of these former associates, like Rob Walker, yep. like Eric Sherwin, like Tony Bobulinski. And through the course of those interviews, somebody told them there was a storage building that had a bunch of documents, a bunch of old laptops and things, papers and things like that that would prove. They were telling a, the truth. They were telling the truth and that Joe was involved. Yep, And they were never allowed to. To go into that storage building. They were tipped off when they. when The Bidens they, were tipped and off. When you so say Biden, they,
3: you mean the Department of Justice tipped Hunter Biden off they, they tipped that, that the that investigators
2: and wanted to search that storage building. They tipped him off that they wanted to talk to him at his house in California and they wanted to uh, search his storage unit. So,
3: and look, if someone is guilty, if someone's a criminal. If you are investigating a drug dealer and you tell a drug dealer, hey, we want to search this warehouse at this location to see if you have drugs, what does the drug dealer do? Yeah. He gets rid of the evidence. Sure. As fast as he can. So is there any law enforcement justification for telling the target of an investigation who you've got massive evidence of criminality, hey, here's where we want to search to see if there's evidence of your criminality? Uh, No. And and has anyone given you one? You're investigating. Do they say— oh, yeah, we did this because, like, what's their just? Let's play devil's advocate. So they're saying we were trying to what? I mean, is there an argument? The
2: the one argument that they disclosed in the testimony to the Oversight Committee was that the deputy U.S. attorney, Wolf, said that the reason she wouldn't allow them to to talk to Hunter Biden's grand— Joe Biden's grandchildren, Hunter Biden's children, who received wires and who were also subjects—they were right. And, and, and
3: let me stop you there, James. Okay. Because look, I can understand someone saying, "Okay, maybe it's a little shady, a little problematic to talk to kids." Like, mm-hmm. like talking to kids—I mm-hmm. get it. But wait, these kids were getting money from yes. the Chinese Communist and
2: Romanian foreign nationals.
3: All right. You've got little kids. Yeah. I'm going to ask you right now, on the record, on verdict, Uh, have your children received any money from the Chinese communists? No. James. What about Romania? No. Okay. Uh, Ukraine? No. By the way, James, you have kids. Have your kids gotten any? Never. Like, seriously, who the hell does that? Nobody. Unless you're money laundering, right? And and by the way, these kids are little kids. Yep. So- They're not working for it. Is it fair to say these kids in all likelihood have not done a meaningful service to the government of China?
2: I doubt that the grandchild who was in college at the time did anything near of, of any value to receive a wire from a Romanian foreign national.
3: Uh, I'd be willing to bet. Look, knowing most college kids, I'm not sure most college kids could find Romanian banks. Uh, that's right. Much less do yeah. something that, that, that they get paid for it. Can I ask you a question? I want to go back to when all this started, and I and I say this from the standpoint of. Hunter Biden, or, or Joe Biden, made it clear over and over again when he was asked, I never talked to my son, mm-hmm. I never talked to my mother, and then he said, he even doubled down on that, I never talked to any family member about
2: any business dealings, period. Is, is that true? Is no, that true? that is not true. That's another lie. So, so explain body. to everyone so how do we why. Know that's a lie? Well, uh, Goldman, uh, Representative Goldman from New York, inadvertently got the whistleblowers to admit today on the record, Jonathan Turley talked about this on Fox, that uh, they did have evidence that Joe had communicated with his son about at least one business dealing. But in the laptop, there are pictures with all of his associates. Several of them flew on Air Force Two with him to the very countries where they. right after they left, they started receiving wires. I mean, there is a... I I say this whole investigation is like tracking a bleeding bear through a snowstorm. There's so much evidence laying around along the way. And every... You know, there's a pattern here that would suggest that while Joe Biden was vice president, he would go in and dangle foreign aid and foreign policy in front of these these countries. And then when he left weeks later or days later, in some instances, his family would start receiving wires from from foreign nationals. Well, and
0: so that is uh, Congressman Gowey. There is, of course, uh, Ted Cruz and uh, his co-host, who I often forget the name of for whatever reason, uh, and uh, that's pretty much it. I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can take a look and find out. I am Mike of New York. You heard earlier Marjorie Taylor Greene speaking at a uh, press gaggle that took place uh, on the floor of the House about all of these allegations against Joe Biden. So essentially we go from one president where there is no evidence and so many multiple cases that have been piled up on Donald J. Trump. Involving Russia and other issues. And yet, here with Joe Biden, there are actual money transfers to kids, grandkids, you know, millions of dollars given and sent by wire transfers. And yet, nothing is happening. Because the Department of Justice under Merrick Garland is extensively seen by most analysts as protecting Joe Biden and his family and preventing any prosecution of Hunter Biden for crimes other than being allowed to do a plea deal that basically is not even a slap on the wrist. It's just basically a pat on the back and go out and be more careful next time you don't get caught. That is the America of today. That is the United States of America that we live in. That is how corrupt and horrible this situation is. As I sit here with skies darkened above me in this city of New York, where people have been thrown in jail for decades for tax issues and other problems. You have a tale of two presidents, Joe Biden with clear and compelling evidence that would require an impeachment and a twice impeached Donald Trump, who was twice vindicated and found innocent of all charges, facing dozens of complaints and cases, nearly all of which on the flimsiest of evidence, including a rape where the victim does not know the day, the hour, the month, or the year that the alleged rape took place. And yet, somehow, there were still charges even when he was found innocent of the accused crime. And he still has to pay a settlement. That is the sad state of reality of these United States at this time in history. God bless you, please God bless me, and God protect these United States of America and liberate us from the liars in place in so many places and so many spaces. I'll hear from you again. This is the Mike of New York podcast.